We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. You're one of my darling. I hope you have a cup of something delicious and a sitting down to hang out with me today on this very special episode of Journey to Center. You know, it seems like most people would agree we live in some pretty unique and chaotic times. I have the personal sense that this is happening to encourage and inspire us to grow our souls in perhaps some ways that are not preferred, but that is ultimately designed to help humanity evolve ascend, and encourage our more aligned spiritual posture. Years ago, while traversing my own personal storms, confusion, and chaos, I stumbled upon some very conscious teachers that told me peace is an inner experience and a choice. I thought they were crazy, and I felt compelled to argue with them. But instead, I listened and experimented with their suggestions. And boy, am I glad I did. I did a lot more turning inward and relaxing into the space of peace within. And as I did, Godwink showed up, and my life got calmer, clearer, and a lot more peaceful. These days, I understand, believe, and am living a life of peace despite the chaos, and I invite you to join me if you'd like. Here to have this important conversation with me and expand on this very important principle is a very special guest. He was a radio host here on Empower Radio for seven years with Life's Toolbox, and maybe coming back with his own new show, in the near future, but in the meantime, we get to have him with us. We are here with Kenny Brixie. Kenny is a personal and professional coach, spiritual director at Divine Connection, speaker and author of a few incredible books, including The Relationship Toolbox, Awakening Insights, Discovering the Divine Within, Embracing the Divine Within, Transforming Chaos to Peace. So Kenny, thank you, thank you, thank you for saying yes to this conversation today. I am so honored by your presence. Well, thank you so much for having me, Tammy. This is really uh, a thrill for me. I've uh, I've been a fan of yours for quite some time, and uh, and I look forward to our chat. Oh, me too. I just know we're gonna have a great time, and I think this is such an important subject. Maybe there's nothing more important right now. Um, finding peace in chaos. You know, you said something in one of your books that just loved, and I think this is a great place to start. We must release the victim mentality that outside sources are responsible for our well-being. Something <laughs> that something must change on the outside for us to be okay on the inside. You say that's not true. That's exactly what I say. Yes, it it, it is not true. And um, I think that we've given our power uh, collectively. We've given our power over to this material world, and uh, we forget. Um, I, I don't even remember where I heard it now, but one of my favorite quotes is that we are incredible spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And we favorite. forget, we get mm-hmm. that all turned around. And um, I, I truly believe that the peace that we seek w- will be found when we stop relying on somebody else to do it for us. I think this is so so accurate and so true. Here's another quote from uh, you have a, a page on Instagram and Facebook and have some really encouraging positive quotes. And every time I come by one of your messages on my feeds, I just take a deep breath and I sit with it and it always helps. So we we'll definitely recommend people finding you on Instagram and Facebook and uh, just inviting more of you into their lives. 
So you say embracing the love and peace within my heart calms the chaos and fear that attempts to bring stress into my life. Yeah, the 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 peace that we that we want, the calm that we want, and and the sanity that we want (laughs) is 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 found when we do go within. What no matter what your spiritual or religious beliefs may be, the calm in your heart is where it all starts. That's that's where we we truly find what we're looking for. Um, I, I was I was fortunate enough after a, a pretty devastating experience to find a seminar. It's called Discover. And I think one of the reasons I resonate with your show so much is because the tagline for Discover was a path to essence. Mm-hmm. And to me, your the title of your show speaks to that perfectly. Um, but it was it was peeling back all the layers that we've built up over our truth that allowed me to find the sanity and the and, and the peace and the and the and the inner love that the truth of of me, the truth of you, the truth of everyone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it really is, uh, you know, it's it's real easy to blame everything else that's going on. And, you know, well, I'm miserable because this is going on. Um, Well, we're miserable because we chose to be that way instead of looking at truth. This is interesting to me, Kenny, because it sounds like you and I have this in common and maybe this is the primary way we grow as human beings, spiritual beings having a human experience is through the experience of discomfort or pain or for me. and, And it sounds like for you falling to our knees, it seems like it takes something in life that really, I don't know, bing, bings us on the head pretty hard for us to turn inward. Was that the case for you? Yeah, it, it, it really was. And um, um, for, for me, um, I had my son died at the age of 18 months. And I spent a couple of years in anger, um, depression, mm-hmm. just fighting it. Mm. And one day I, I something clicked and I said, well, this can't be all there is. And so I started picking up all of the, you know, every personal growth book I could find um, Mm -hmm. to try to find answers. And as beautiful as some of those books were, and as much as they opened me to search even deeper, it wasn't until I realized that, that peace, that calm, that, that acceptance was found inside of me. It wasn't in those books. Those books simply were a tool to start the path. Maybe point you, start to point you that direction. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but you know, the, what I, I'd, I'd like to, to respond to what you said about sometimes it does take a big bang on the head to, to make mm-hmm. this happen. And what I've been trying to teach, or, well, I've been teaching it um, ever since I, I discovered it for myself. We don't have to have the bang on the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can mm-hmm. choose to take this journey um, when things are beautiful in life. Uh, I've got a very dear friend who um, sometimes tells me, he said, Kenny, my, my, my life is actually pretty good. And I, I, I wonder if something bad is supposed to happen. Well, no. Doesn't have dude, to. Dude, mm-hmm. take the journey, enjoy the journey, embrace the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, you know, that way if something bad does happen, you've got a huge foundation for uh, for support and, and, and love and, <laughs> and peace. So uh, I love uh, that. And I think 
You're absolutely right. My teachers would say we learn through pain until we learn how to learn through joy. Yes. And my intention is now, like your friends, is that I don't want to learn through pain anymore. I'm basically mm-hmm. staying on my knees and turning inward daily to relax into that place of peace. And it's been, I've had a really nice reprieve for about five or six years, and that is my continued intention. <laughs> uh, yes, it's a beautiful intention. Um, the uh, you, you mentioned some of the posts that I do on Instagram and Facebook. Those are how I start my day. Yes, I liter- I, 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 Everyone that I've written has been something that I am setting an intention or an affirmation for my day. Um, so, you know, whatever mood I happen to wake up in, I'm going to come down and adjust and 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 sit with a thought for a little while. And when it's re- you know, when I find the one that resonates, that's what I post. So, you know, so it's a practice. It's, yes. you know, um, one of the most discouraging things I ever discovered was that after I discovered what my truth was, my my essence, that there was more work to do. You know, we, mm-hmm. we we get lazy sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, I made that milestone. Good. We're done. And no, <laughs> we're never done. <laughs> no, folks, even, um, you know, I, I heard Deepak Chopra one time say, I meditate every moment of every day because if I do anything less, I'll revert back to the way I was. Oh, I love that. And it's like Jesus said, pray without ceasing. And I feel like yes. I do that more and more of the time. And sometimes that prayer is just observing beauty and just saying thank you thank you thank you it can be that simple oh yes um um uh, master i uh Eichhardt, i think was his name said mm-hmm. if the only prayer you ever say in your entire life is thank you that would it is be enough, enough. Mm-hmm. and and that, that's so true um um praying unceasingly is so much easier than most people think it is allowing our thoughts to align with our spiritual self. And in that we are praying and it doesn't matter what we're doing. It doesn't matter where we're going, what's going on around us in that when we align our thoughts with highest good, with, with our spiritual truth, with God, you know, however you want to look at this, that is prayer. And that's what Jesus talked about. That's what Jesus meant when he said that. It wasn't that he sat on, you know, obviously from the stories in the Bible, he didn't he didn't stay on his knees nonstop for an entire for his entire life. He moved around, he preached, he talked, he did everything, but his thoughts were aligned with spiritual truth. Keep thine eyes singularly focused and your body will be filled with light. Yes. Keep your eyes on that spiritual aspect of your beingness. Be in the world, but not of it. Mm hmm. So I want to circle back to something that you said that I think is really important and vital. I think we suffer when we can't accept life on its terms. And I really can understand and relate to what you're saying. You know, when you lost your um, 18-month-old son, Mm -hmm. how could you immediately go into, okay, I accept this? It seems like we have to, like, go through this in our own way, in our own time to get to that place of acceptance. I, I see in my story where... I suffered because I could not accept that my fiance had left me. You know, I was sick and broken. I couldn't accept it. And I mm-hmm. fought with what was. And there was regret and anger. And I really had to process those emotions. And I fought with it for a long time. Can you talk a little bit about how we can maybe navigate our challenges to get to that place of allowing and accepting and getting back to that place of alignment? Sure. Um, my belief is that 
everything that we experience, we first experience on a material, physical level. And on that level is where we have ego. And ego says that we're living in this world right now, so the world is what determines our our worth, our value, our experience. Um, we, we give too much power to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when something happens, like your fiance leaving, my son passing, our physical being is going to experience that. It, that's just, that's why we're here, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I truly believe that's why we didn't just remain spiritual beings and not have this experience. I think that we are here to experience all of this. Mm-hmm. And the, my advice to anyone that, that may be going through something like this is go ahead and experience it, but tune in to what you're truly experiencing. You know, for instance, when I when when my son passed, it just broke me apart. And I had people telling me that I was doing it wrong. I had people telling me that I needed to stand up and be a man. Hmm. And this was this was at the funeral service. Oh, gosh. And this, because I'm crying instead of whatever I was supposed to be doing. Um, but we do that. We, we allow the world to, to dictate how we express and experience. And typically in the, in the bad times, we allow that to become very powerful. So my advice, back to that, mm-hmm. my advice is to experience Allow the experience, but look beyond. And what I mean by that is in that sadness when my son passed, looking back on it several years later because I didn't know all of this then, um, but since then I can use it immediately, is I experienced the sadness, but what's beyond that? What's beyond that? What, what lies beyond that sadness is love. And it is a, there's also fear there. There's a fear of the the emptiness that I think I'm going to feel. There's a fear of of um, uh, 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 of abandonment. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like that person abandoned me. Yeah, they they passed. There wasn't a whole lot they could do about it, but I, you know, it still is there. There's a fear of all kinds of different things. And when we tune into what that is, we can call a timeout. And mm-hmm. for me, that timeout is simply it's a I call it my three breath awareness. I just take three deep breaths in and I hold them for a second and then I let them go. And after doing that, I calm the fear. I calm the, the, the anxiety, the stress. Mm-hmm. And at that point I can say, I can realize, no, you know, through my memories, this person still lives. And beyond that, their spirit is with me always. And so we find that comfort. We find truth, because in my opinion, that is truth. And this is not just in death. This is in anything that causes us anxiety or stress or pulls us away from our happiness. Anything that happens, we can do that. We can just kind of call a timeout. You know, the first step is awareness that this is happening. I think what we're seeing today with the political climate and the COVID Mm -hmm. fears and all of that People are not opening awareness to what's really going on with them. Yes. You know, we, we've got this stuff happening out there that we don't agree with. So we attack, 
we protect ourselves, we do whatever it is. Um, and when all we have to do, and this is kind of how this whole, the, the peace initiative um, radio show and, and project came to mind was talking to people from both sides of the aisle. Mm. When I got them to stop and start thinking and talking about what was really going on, not what was going on with their candidate, but what was going on with them. Internally. Mm-hmm. Internally, I found overwhelmingly, um, I think I, I think I was, I talked to about 30 people, 32 people, something like that, and all but one admitted that they were scared that the division in the country, that the upset and the chaos in the country were going to expand. Right. And it makes them feel unsafe. Makes them feel unsafe. They can't accept what is. My Mm -hmm. teachers would say, and I'd love your thoughts and perspective on this, Kenny. There's an opportunity for healing with anything that disrupts your peace. It's never about the out there. It's a reflection of something internal. The upset is not out there. It is inside of us. And sometimes life reflects things back to us, I think, to inspire us to turn inward and really sit with that place and maybe have compassion for that place. And then I think in your situation, in my situation, perhaps allow the feelings and the fear and the grief and the sadness to come up and out. And it's like the clouds part. Mm-hmm. And then we can finally remember and relax into that place of blue skies and peace within. So what are your thoughts as I'm saying these things? Well, my first thought is if we don't allow those feelings to to move through, it's not just feeling them. It's allowing them to 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 come in, to mm-hmm. evolve mm-hmm. and to transform. Um, and yeah. it's that's all just a natural process if we allow them. But it's when we fight them that we get all blocked up. And exactly. what I can tell you is <laughs> that those feelings are going to come up and cause issues, whether you allow them to happen immediately or whether you hold off and you fight them for years, they will come back. Um, but um, I, I do believe beyond a shadow of a doubt, I do believe that there is nothing that we cannot heal from when we allow it. And that's pretty much what it is when we allow it. I um, absolutely agree because again, you know, it's like, when we are like in that posture of, I cannot accept this. Mm-hmm. I cannot accept my child died. I cannot accept my fiance left me. I cannot accept this, this president. Uh-huh. Um, what we're doing is creating more um, division between our human selves and our spiritual selves. We have to be able to come into the place of, okay, okay, this is what it is. And to allow emotion, energy and motion to move through us. I got in yeah. trouble because I suppressed a lot of emotion, put it in the closet, and I tried to put on my big girl pants, and, you know, <laughs> I didn't cry. I was just, like, strong and stoic, and and finally the dam broke, and mm-hmm. um, it needed to because there were a lot of suppressed tears and a lot of hurt and heartbreak that I'd been holding since I was a child, but as soon as I really allowed that up and out, I couldn't believe the relief that was on the other side of it and the peace that had been available to me, but I couldn't get to. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do a, a wonderful job of doing what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. As a people pleaser. So that didn't really uh-huh. bode well for, for, for me in some ways, but yeah. I learned from it. And I really think back to your point, that's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. We're here to learn and grow and evolve as souls. And that doesn't always look like just peace and ease and grace and rainbows. 
my teachers would say, we didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We came here to experience this perception of duality and um, this experience of, of separation, but then to remember the truth while still on this side of the veil. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, my belief is, is a, a kind of different on that in, in that I believe that there is no separation. Um, I believe that we have the illusion of yes. separation and that's our journey. And yes. I, that's right back to your the title of your show. Our, our journey is to to come back to our wholeness, to come back to our fullness, our our our, our perfection, that is our spiritual selves, and the, and and experience this world through that, um, which is a totally different experience. It really is, and I do think that we were born with veils over our eyes. And mm. I would ask why. But my, my teachers would say it's because this is not an open book test. Perhaps yeah. we've had a lot of experiences, a lot of lifetimes, and whatever we didn't clear off our karmic plate is handed to us in this one. And if yeah. we had that perception without the veil, we would say, mm, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. going to be on the other side of the judgment. And what we've done will be done to us. Mm-hmm. And we have to like get off that pendulum of swinging back and forth of right and wrong and judgment and good and bad. And get to that place that you that you speak of so eloquently, that place of peace within and alignment, and that clears and heals, and um, disperses and dissipates all of our past actions or inactions. My teachers would say our karma is perpetuated more by not forgiving than any action we've ever taken. Oh. So to forgive others, forgive ourselves, come back to peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Um, uh... Uh, Marianne Williamson has she she speaks to that um, and calls it withholding love. Anywhere that I have withheld love, I have cheated myself. I have harmed myself, and and that that is so true. It, it, we we can go back in and and just give love to that, even through our memories. You know, I I've, I've, I tell people all the time um, when they when they say something, well, I can't change the past. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> you know, because our past is simply our memory or our perception of what happened before. And we can go back in to that memory and in the places that we withheld love or in the places that we caused harm or in the places that we did not respond or experience mm-hmm. exactly the way we wanted it, we can create a new experience. Oh, you're and, so right. Mm-hmm. And it's it truly does heal. And in, in, in what you're saying about forgiveness, it, it, um, that is the key. Uh, forgiveness, especially for ourselves and what we perceive as our shortcomings. Um, oh, exactly. When we can look back at our hurts and heartbreaks, our judgments of others, our shame of ourselves through the lens of compassion <laughs> and gentleness and kindness, it seems like things unravel from the bottom up and heal from the inside out. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah, it really is. You know, over, over, over our life and you know, people ask me sometimes, well, how, how, how have I forgotten, you know, my, 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 my spiritual truth? How, how did I get here? And it's, we think that it's gotta be some big, horrible thing that caused us to, to perceive this separation. Um, but it's, it's a culmination of thousands of little bitty things, you know, as a ba- it starts when we're babies. And if we cry and our parents are frustrated because they need some sleep, their energy tells us, or we perceive their energy as telling us that we're bad, 
we're not good enough. We're doing something wrong. And so we kind of cover up our essence a little bit. You know, we allow that to become something we can focus on instead. Um, we're two years old and we reach up for the stove while mom's cooking and she pops our hand real lightly and says, no, oh, I just messed up again. And so here's another little thing. And we cover it up because we believe that we're bad from all of these happenings in life. Yeah, we start contorting to be accepted and approved of yeah. by our parents to keep getting love and mm -hmm. being um, cared for. Yeah. And and it, we can't even help it. It's kind of how this, because we know on some level as a baby or as a child, as a young person, that we will die without our parents. And it mm -hmm. seems like we bring forward in our lives that same kind of um, fear and um, des desire, I guess, to survive. And then we project that on our friends or partners or careers or, you know, something on, outside of ourselves. But it's mm -hmm. not really the truest truth. Right, right. Yeah, and we do a real good job of projecting <laughs> to other people. I, I, uh, I, I know I'm guilty of that uh, to this day, even as much practice and study and learning and journeying as I've done. I, um, it's easy I, to I, do, I, isn't it? it? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody thinks that they're not ever going to do it again, I want to know how you do it. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Anytime you're in any kind of judgment, it's a projection. Anytime oh, yeah. you're in any kind of like... Uh, rage, unforgiveness, whatever, it's a projection. Mm -hmm. And it's about just bringing it back home. And, you know, if you spot it, you got it. And how yeah. do we take responsibility for this in our inner reality? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a teacher one time, you were talking about judgments. I had a teacher one time tell me that anytime you're judging, you're prejudiced. Yeah, I like that. And that I haven't heard opened, it quite like that. That's true. Uh, that opened my eyes. So anytime I catch myself there, I stop because I am, uh, um, since a child, um, I have been taught um, not to be prejudiced. I had a, a wonderful um, father and that one of my first experiences with him, and I don't remember it because I was too young, but I was like two years older at, at the most. And he took me to a Martin Luther King speech. And because he believed so much that that, message was 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 so important i needed to have it and even though i couldn't understand it at the time he that was just something he did to start things out and um uh, so when when i was accused of being prejudiced because i was judging something it, it hit like a uh, you know felt like i ran into a brick wall there and we need to fix to, this i we need to open my it. eyes yeah love yeah. it well kenny can you believe we have like less than a minute left oh goodness uh, <laughs> well, I want you to do a shout out real quick where people can find you on Facebook, Instagram, and your books. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Facebook and Instagram, just it's it's my name, Kenny, and the last name is Brixie, B-R-I-X-E-Y. My books are available um, on my page at, uh, at Amazon and, and Kindle and all of, you know, all of those um, outlets there. My website is www.kennybrixie.com. And um, that's about to take a major overhaul. So uh, uh, if you look at it today, come back and look at it again. And, uh, so uh, I love it. I love it. And I love you, Kenny. And thank you for saying yes to this conversation. I look forward to having you back again next week. You are such a gift and blessing. Thank you, Kenny, for your divine inspiration. Thank you, my listeners, for hanging out with us. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, on our websites with our names. And we are so grateful for your presence in our life. God bless you. Take good, gentle, loving care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye.